when you leave a room, does everyone smell like you? <laughs> Clueless. <laughs> Dear Shandy. Welcome back to Dear Shandy listeners. Hello, Andy. Hello. How are you today? I'm doing okay. You look magnificent. Oh, thank you. Just so summery. This is a summer dress. It is, yeah, and it is summer, but it's actually raining outside right now. Mm. And had I known that, I would have done my hair differently because it was all cute and curly, and then it started raining, and then it went... Oh, yes. It does look a fright. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I have straight hair that really wants to be straight most of the time. Yeah, but you like having straight hair, right? No, I wish I had curly hair. Oh, that's so funny. Was when I was a kid, I always wanted straight hair. That's the grass is always greener. Mm. So actually, right before we started rolling, we were talking about meatloaf. This has nothing to do with anything. Yeah, I mean meatloaf, not the food, the Mm. band. I think is the most underrated artist, maybe of all time. Yeah, I have to admit. Whenever I hear a song you sing or a song in general, and I'm like, who who sings this? I know this song. I like this song. You're like you like meatloaf. I'm like. Meatloaf, that doesn't match. That's I know. wrong. It's the worst name. It was his nickname. In, he played like college or high school football and they uh-huh. named him Meatloaf because he was really huge. Yeah. And it's just not a good name for a band. No. Like if they were called like I, I literally anything. Okay. The first thing I think of is going to be better. The Wolf leaves. Pack. <laughs> the leaves. The leaves is better than Wolfpack. Either one. Yeah. Twice as famous. Yeah, I agree. Okay. All right. We'll see if the Shandies agree. I think they will. So shall we get to answering the Shandies cues? Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. This first question is from Christine. A name. Yeah. Hi, Charlene and Andy. (laughs) Do you think it's a red flag if a guy still keeps photos of his ex on his phone? His excuse is that he doesn't look back or manage his photos in any way. For me, I always delete or archive in Google for a clean slate post breakup. But is this just not a thing for men? This came up as he was screen sharing his favorites album and old photos of his ex were still favorited exclamation mark do i have a right to be mad similarly what about instagram thanks christine different for guys i'm gonna say it oh no i think it's different for different people i I think guys like i fall into the same category as this guy i still have photos of not only the ex before you but the ex before that oh i have exes that i don't even remember who they are You don't know their name. <laughs> I mean, there's so, I know that we had relations, but there's a picture of them and I'm not sure they are. But my point is, is that guys don't, first of all. I don't think you should make this a gender thing because I actually don't think I, it is. I was just about, the first of all was leading to okay, that. You're right, absolutely right. Okay. This is not a man woman thing. There is no gender involved here. I think men lean towards the like, what's the big deal? Like they're just pictures. Like I want to have memories, but I, I don't know that. I haven't done the empirical research, but I will say this. I don't think. There's any reason to erase chapters of your life, memories of your life. There, it's like burning the books. Mm. Do you burn? Did you rip out a chapter of a book just because maybe someone's offended by it? You know, like oh, there's an offensive thing. It was written up 200 years ago. Mm. This chapter, there's a little bit of offensive stuff. So let's remove that chapter and just have the whole book without that chapter. I feel like it's even more lazy than that. I don't think it even has to do. It's with, also lazy. Yeah, I for me, it's laziness. It's laziness. And I'm a pretty organized person. Like I, for me though, to go, I'm like, oh, I'm through, I'm, I've had a breakup. I'm going to like do this archiving photo session. It's just, I can see some people doing that. I'm not going to do that. 
Yes, I 100% agree. And it's not bad laziness. It's not like malicious laziness. It's just like, I don't really, I have to go back and go through all my photos and find girls I've dated and get rid of them. Oh, it almost feels too like you're giving it. Sorry, what? It's also petty. Oh, petty. I was thinking, because I don't even think it's like you're deleting them. It's like she's archiving them. She's putting them in a different place. Mm. I, I don't know. I For me, I just feel like that is even giving it too much energy. Too much weight. Yes. Yeah. Why do you care so much? Mm. Why does either party care? If you're in a good relationship, why do you care that there's photos of your ex on your phone? Yeah. Who cares? So I, I feel like Christine needs to maybe not assume the worst about this guy, because I think that, you know, who cares if a photo still hearted? It was harder to before he ever met her or started dating her. I don't know if that really means that much. No. I think Instagram is kind of a different question, though. Personally, I would not delete photos of my ex, but I can see why people would. If it was a bad relationship. Yeah. Like it ended badly. That, you don't like me, each other that's anymore. That's clean slate. I want to wipe it clean. But you do it for yourself. Mm. If I had Instagram pictures of a girl that like destroyed me, mm. broke my heart, it was terrible, toxic. horrible, toxic. I would get rid of that for me. Yeah. But why am I getting rid of it for someone else? Mm. Why should someone else be upset about my memories? Because I have bad and good memories. I'm going to be honest. I would see it as a red flag if a guy I started dating insisted that I delete previous photos of like a previous yes. relationship. Red Just flag. because that to me is not enough to be jealous over. Like if I act in this within this relationship in a way with a behavior that makes you jealous, that is that, you know, causes a rift that's different. But this is you're just getting upset about my past. I agree. The one caveat is if they're dirty photos, probably shouldn't <laughs> have those on your phone. I mean, you know, yeah. I mean, you could archive those just, you know, yeah, put them somewhere just, under like, you know, yeah, like financial records folder or yeah. something. Yeah, but that's just our opinion. I'm sure some people would disagree with us, but I feel Christine, do not let this bother you. I would focus on how this guy is behaving in this relationship with you. I don't think it's worth picking a fight over old photos that have been hearted and Instagram posts. You know, this was all before you came along. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Good luck. All right. This next question is from Sarah. Wow. More name. <laughs> more name. Dear Shandy, I am 32 and my brother is 29. We live in the Philadelphia area. He has been in a serious relationship for about two years, but prior to that, he dated one of my friends for a few months. We remain friends and recently it seems like my brother's girlfriend may be sensitive about the relationship. My brother has indicated he plans to propose by the end of the year and I'm wondering if you think I should end the friendship out of respect for my future sister-in-law or is it appropriate for me to stay friends? friends with the ex. This question may be in the am I the asshole family. <laughs> I love your show. Thanks for the amazing content, Sarah. Thank you, Sarah. I have a strong opinion on this one. Oh, do you know what I'm going to say? Forth. Do you want to guess what I'm going to say? No, I want to hear it. I, I don't want to guess. <laughs> for me, I think it's absolutely absurd for her to cut off a friendship Unless she was already extremely distant, sort of just acquaintance level friends with this girl. But for her to cut off a platonic friendship because her boyfriend who dated this friend for just a couple of months over two years ago is now going to propose to his now this girlfriend. Absurd. It's insane. I agree. I thought it was it was um, almost disrespectful for me to predict your answer. It was disrespectful <laughs> to the podcast. Okay. Well, I would consider it. This would fall into, again, another jealousy thing. If the new girlfriend, the one who's about to be proposed to 
proposed to, okay, is important. Mm. You know, he's he's made his choice, right? If she is giving off any indication, Sarah, that you should distance yourself from this friend or I don't know. Red flag. I, I think that's a red flag. Red flag. That's very controlling behavior yeah. to control the social dynamics of the sister of the guy you're dating oh, and no. might become it's, engaged it's, to. It's beyond. It's like what's beyond red. It's like an ultraviolet flag. <laughs> ultraviolet. Yeah. What's beyond red? That is, it is ultraviolet. Is it? And then there's, you know, there's like a whole, there's like 50 colors oh. beyond ultraviolet that we can't see, oh, yeah, but bugs. other animals can. Bugs can see. Bugs can see. We it. saw that documentary, of yeah. course, narrated by David Attenborough. David Attenborough. Yeah. Oh, God. I, he could narrate any, he could literally narrate somebody pissing on the sidewalk. Yeah, and I'd I, be like, that's amazing. I think if I could snap my fingers and have the job of anyone on this world, it would be David Attenborough. Oh, yeah. And the life. Forget about the yeah. job. I no, don't even want well, his job. Jo- well, Take the- away all the money. I live like a pauper. I just want to be David Attenborough. Yeah. Yeah. Except I, I would want a few more years to go he's like 95 that's what i'm saying i don't want to be i don't want to snap oh, my fingers no, 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 and be no. 95 i don't want to be david Edinburgh now who no one does unless you're a hundred <laughs> i gain five years yeah no i mean i meant his job his life blah blah blah. like he gets to go on location it's not like he's just in a recording studio oh, recording the audio you don't have to tell me yeah. i've been fantasizing about being david Edinburgh for like 25 <laughs> okay, years okay okay so we agree. Where are we going? Oh, oh ultraviolet. The colors, oh, yeah. wow. It goes way deeper. Okay. Yeah. So we're in agreement. Yeah. Sarah, do not cut off this friend unless you were already looking for a reason to because the friendship is in some way not healthy or wrong or something. And that's a different question. And also, if this friendship was going to be cut off, it should have been cut off way prior to this with no relation to it. I completely agree. Okay. All right. This wow. is no brainer. All right. Co- open and shut case, as yeah. they say. All right. This next question is from... A snail. A snail. <laughs> I assume she's moving slowly or she's really slimy. You know that snail mucin, mucin is in creams? Snail something. actually is in almost everything. Really? Yeah, snail is very powerful or something. I'm talking total shit now. But I'm talking I, about the mucin. It is in a lot of no, things. No, I, I know. It's in a lot of stuff. <laughs> and you know that snails are, if not the number one, up in the top three uh, most dangerous animals on earth. What? Yeah. You're true. kidding. 100% true. How come? Yeah, they have like some, I think it's a parasite or something. It's like mosquitoes. You know, mosquitoes are the understood most deadly animal on earth with some malaria. Yeah, yeah. But um, snails are, I think, I, I've read differing accounts, either they're number one or they're number three. Oh. They're somewhere between one and three, but they're, they cause many deaths. Wow. Yeah, they are very dangerous. So that's a different type of snail than like the escargot one would eat. Yeah, I don't, I do not believe it's the escargot. <laughs> that sucks, by the way. If it's you're escar, a snail. no. <laughs> I could tell you were excited yeah, about that. that. Was, I was like, whatever you're saying is <laughs> not as important as this. <laughs> I mean, that sucks. You know what that's like? To be the escargot snail is to be like, of the oh. avian world, oh a my turkey. God. It's a nightmare. Or a no one cares about snails. Yeah. Except people harvesting them for their cosmetic purposes. But aside <laughs> from that, no one cares about snails. You avoid snails. Mm-hmm. You don't want to deal with them. You don't kill yeah. them. You don't look but at them. But if you're you the escargot snail, 
I oh, mean, you're completely it screwed. Is so it may be the worst existence on earth. Not only are you a snail, which let's face it, even snails are probably like, oh, no, this sucks. I don't think snails are smart enough to think I'm a snail. Can this I sucks. tell you something? Snails, if they have any brain, are like, this is not a good life. We got screwed. It's not, <laughs> no one wants this life. Okay. And on top of that, everyone's eating them. Yeah. It's a terror. You're right. You are right. Escargot, bad way to go. Okay. Can we answer a snail's question? Yes. All right. Dear Shandy, thank you for this wonderful podcast. I don't know if she'll be saying that after yeah. she hears <laughs> Your advice always makes me look at things from a new perspective and your analogies are on point, Andy. <laughs> in Time Magazine. <laughs> I am a 28-year-old in a large metropolitan area. I was previously in a three-and-a-half-year relationship which ended about a year ago. As I have dipped my toes back into dating lately, I have come across a common concern with the last few guys I went on dates with. These guys all made comments or asked questions that I felt were premature for the level of intimacy we had established. Some examples include guy number one told me details about his father's severe mental health issues unprompted by the conversation. Guy number two asked me if I'm still on the apps when my last date was and made some comments about how he quote likes going on dates but eventually it needs to progress. Guy number three told me he wants us to be more intentional and he's trying to figure out how invested I am. This was after him asking me barely any questions on the date and mostly just rambling about what was going on with him at work. Each of these examples happened after spending about two hours total with the person. For me, I'm still trying to figure out if I even like the person in this time frame. I am an introvert and it takes me some time to get comfortable with new people. I'm looking for a committed, lifelong, supportive partnership, but I am not looking to rush. Is taking things slowly a reasonable expectation? Or rather, will I not want to take things slowly with the right person? Am I just not that into these guys? Please note my previous relationship unfolded at a pace which felt natural to me. Any advice you have on the matter would be greatly appreciated. Lots of love, a snail. Well, I can tell you right now, the third guy sucks. Yeah. The first two are just asking questions to make conversation. I think that they're all totally different. The first guy sharing details about his father's severe mental health issues, unprompted by the conversation, that to me is oversharing, which sort bit. of is something else. Yeah. He's not asking her prying questions. It's more like, oh, maybe well, you should observe why you're oversharing. But it sounds like it's something he's going through. Or you know? maybe it's a thing that he's found to be a deal breaker with a lot of women. He wants to get out of the way first. I mean, uh, I don't think either of these first two guys committed I agree. crime. The I, I third actually guy think, did. The third guy sucks. Yeah, I think the second guy actually is she still on the apps when the totally last date was question. you know i mean i reasonable. find it a little prying to be like are you still on the dating apps even though we're on a date right now like i don't know i don't know it's just it could just be basic curiosity he's making conversation i would prefer the conversation be around things other than the apps but I, you know what i'm gonna disagree with you oh i think it's like you're you're talking about the thing that you're thinking about you're you're you're, you're relaxing the mood mm. Because once you say it's like it's like anything where something there's a very awkward situation happening. And if you talk about the awkwardness, yeah. it makes it less awkward. No, you're right. So I feel like oh, you're sitting. You down, fully yes. convinced me okay. in not very much yes, time. <laughs> to be honest, I wasn't totally confident in Sweet. my take on okay. that. <laughs> Got back in line. <laughs> I feel like the Shandys were like, oh, disagreement. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Sorry, false call. Wah, wah. Yeah. You know, it depends on the tone, the wording, sure. the vibe. Yeah, it's not like, when was your last date? Uh, yeah. <laughs> if it was recently, I'm going to be very uh, yeah. mad. Yeah, it could just be like, oh, like, how how have you been finding Bumble? Yeah, like, oh, like, oh, how, are you still on it? Oh, you yeah. know, depending yeah, yeah. on how it's mentioned. But I agree, the last one. Oh, he sucks. 
He, he wants sucks. us to be more intentional. He's trying to figure out how invested I am. He's talking about his work the whole time. Yeah, he's not asking I don't want to hear about your work at all on a first date. Yeah. I actually don't even want, not want to know what you do on a first yeah. date. I literally don't want you to even ask me what I do. <laughs> I just want to get to know you outside of work. Yeah. Then yeah. we'll talk about work. Yeah. So to answer her question, she says, is taking things slowly a reasonable expectation or will I not want to take things slowly with the right person? I think it's the latter. It is the latter. Yeah. It won't seem weird. She won't be asking these questions. When yeah. you're on a date with a guy that you, you both have chemistry and everything's going well, you're going to be like, oh, I'm going to take this faster than light. Yeah. I'm going to take this as fast as I can. And that's because I don't care. He doesn't care. And we're happy. Yeah. Here's the thing. I think one and two if it was really someone she had great chemistry with, a great rapport with, great banter with, great everything yeah. with, it would be like, oh, like, tell me about your father. Oh, like, of that's course. awful. I'm so sorry to hear that. And the other one would be like, oh, yeah. Like, it would be like friendly. Yeah. It wouldn't be this like, oh, you've made me uncomfortable with these questions. Unless this is the thing I find. OK, but there are some people who just talk about themselves and Endlessly. give you information about themselves that you didn't ask about that you don't really want to know right yeah. now. Those people are, I mean, I don't want to use There's the a term, lot of them. but maybe they're narcissists, whatever. They're not, they, they exhibit narcissist-like traits. Uh-huh. Let's just say those people By are By the annoying. time this Q&A comes out, our narcissism episode will not yet come out. Oh, but it's a good one. It's so good. It is good. If you are a Q&A only person or you only listen to, people seem to like episodes where it's just the two of us. Seriously, the narcissism episode. Amazing. Unbelievable. I want to do it again. Yeah. We're going to do it again. We're going to have her back. Yeah. I'm not kidding. Okay. Anyway, that's amazing. not the point. Yeah. We'll let you know when yeah, it's coming out. It's okay. coming. Coming soon to a, to a, <laughs> to a show near a, you. iPhone near you. So I think that those people are terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I could always rely on that, that I was talking about how something was terrible, but they are. Yeah. Those are people that they're always going to suck on a first date. Mm-hmm. You're never, there's never, that's never someone you want to be with. Yeah. And- but the things you're going to talk about too soon when you really like each other are not things about like, you know, you're talking about yourself. You're just giving a speech about yourself or your work. It's things maybe you're talking about yourself, but they're a conversation. Yeah. You're engaged. You're like, oh, I want to hear more about yeah, that. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. And the thing that happened to me was this. And they're like, oh, the thing that happened to me. Well, because you're hand in hand. Yeah. The, whatever you're sharing that maybe to someone else would be oversharing that early on. You were holding each other's hand leading to that place. I actually really relate to this, honestly. You know, I'm also an introvert. It takes me a long time to grow close with people. If I feel that way, snail, I think a lot of other people feel that way. And it's just, you haven't found the right people, the right guy yet. It's like going to a restaurant. that's like a a really, really nice restaurant where the chef's like, you know what? Just let me handle this. Oh, it's the tasting thing. Yeah. You don't know what you're getting. It's just like a five courses. You're just sitting there and waiting. What are your dietary restrictions? Okay. I'll take care of you. Yes. I love that. And you're always a little bit like, you're like, okay, this is cool, but I don't know. This could be a mess. So it's similar to a first date, right? And if you really, if he knows what he's doing and he really gives you what you need and you're like, this is amazing. Every single thing is amazing. I couldn't have ordered better than this. This is great. Uh Uh-huh. It's because you love the restaurant. Mm. It's not because he picked well for you. Mm. He didn't pick well for you. He has no idea who you are. But the Never food met is you just, in his life. Yeah. No, okay. That was that work. You love the restaurant. So you'll let them serve you anything you want. Mm. And anything they want, you will eat. Well, because you're so closely aligned in taste that yeah. you, you're in good hands and you're never disappointed. Yeah. You don't go to Arby's and you're like, <laughs> you know what? Just give me whatever you like. Also, you know, another 
piece of data here. She was in a three and a half year long relationship that progressed at a pace she was comfortable with. So if she had no prior relationship experience, she had never reached the boyfriend girlfriend stage because she liked to go so slow. Then I'd be like, oh, maybe your expectations are like a little extreme for today's dating climate. But no, I think she just hasn't met the right guy. Totally. All right, snail. Good luck. I don't think you need it. So, Andy, we are officially in mid-July. It's hot. It's the hottest (sighs) summer ever. We won't get into that. But you know what really sucks is when you crawl into bed and you're hot there too. Does anyone like crawling into a hot bed? No. And the worst is when you crawl and it's cool, but then it gets hot and then you just end up clammy. That's why we love Cozy Earth Sheets because they are cooling. They keep you in a state of coolness. And I'll tell you something. I go out in the morning to water my plants Mm -hmm. and I wear these cozy pants because I just wear them doing everything. Yeah. (laughs) Generally, when I wear black clothing in this kind of heat, this kind of sun, it's immediate. It's like I just turn into an oven. And I'm telling you, I feel it. I know that they're black and there's a little heat there. But it's not the way it is with other black things. Even in the sun, I feel the difference. It's because Cozy Earth products are made with viscose from bamboo. It's amazing. If someone said to me, like, and I didn't know anything about this, someone said, name the top 18 million things they Mm -hmm. can make soft clothing out of. I know. Bamboo wouldn't be in it. No. It's also more sustainable than most other fabrics. Mm -hmm. Isn't that so nice? It's so sustainable. It almost grows without you even wanting it to. Bamboo. Yeah. (laughs) Also, Cozy Earth Sheets. We have to talk about the durability because while they're super soft and silky, I would say even silky, we've had ours for years. It doesn't pill. There's no tearing, which is a big issue for us because you love to kick in the night. I like like a good kicking and I like possibly waiting too long to cut my toenails. (laughs) And of course, Cozy Earth Sheets have been on Oprah's favorite things list for five years years in a row. I feel like we could just piggyback on Oprah the whole time. We don't have to say anything. I know. Just, just be like, like oh, Cozy Oprah, Earth? Oprah likes Oprah. it. Okay, next. So right now for a limited time, our listeners, the Shandies, can save up to a whopping 40% on Cozy Earth. Go to CozyEarth.com slash Shandy and enter Shandy at checkout to save up to 40%. You can even try them for 100 nights. And if you don't sleep cooler, you can send them back for a full refund. CozyEarth.com slash Shandy. All right. This next question is from Maybe Shallow. <laughs> Read time two and a half minutes. Dear Shandy, let me start by saying I love your podcast. I am a banter heavy podcast type of gal and hearing you two go back and forth in your discussions is one of my favorite things. You got me with the Bachelor recaps and drew me in with your nuanced answers and helpful specificity. Oh, Oh, thank you. Maybe shallow banter heavy. I like that. That's a good name for a band, too. Oh, yeah. That's what Meatloaf (laughs) should have called himself. I'm writing today to ask you all if I'm being shallow, plain and simple, or if my situation has some nuance. I'm way too embarrassed to discuss this with anyone in my life. So this question is the quote, right into a podcast type. Nice. My husband, let's call him A, and I have been married for three years together for four and friends several years before we were involved romantically. We live in a medium sized Midwest town and we're both 26. Yes, we did get married that young. I love A more than anyone in the world and we truly have what I think to be an amazing marriage. We consider ourselves super lucky. Here's the problem. I have always disliked his teeth. 
Even before we started dating, when I was developing an attraction to him, I had hesitations solely because I didn't like his teeth. I even asked a few friends about it, and they agreed that even though they weren't the best, he was a great guy and very cute otherwise, and I should give it a shot. Obviously, I got over that because our chemistry, desires in life, and overall attraction to each other grew to the point I couldn't stand to be apart from him. Fast forward to our present marriage, we've been through so much together, and I couldn't imagine loving him more. We have no issues in the physical intimacy department, and we have great sex and are both happy with the frequency. I also genuinely do think he is so handsome. But... If there was one thing I could change, it would be his teeth. I think he needs a little work done, specifically stain removal and some tooth filing. I had braces twice and everyone in my family has had orthodontic work done, but no one in A's family has had braces or retainers. It's not because they didn't have the money, so my guess is this is just not a priority for them. I feel so silly even typing this out. A is the best man I know and my best friend. This would be easier if he was an ass. (laughs) So am I being shallow? Should I say something to him about this? And if so, how do you broach that conversation? Or is this a case where I need to just get over it? I know he has wrestled with insecurity in the past, and I do not want to add to that, but I also think some dental work would just look really good. Thanks for reading, and I really hope you answer this because I will not ask anyone in my life, LOL, sincerely, maybe shallow. (laughs) I mean, she's, she is a little shallow, but it's not necessarily a bad thing. By the way, I, I actually don't think she's shallow. She would have been shallow if she hadn't given him a chance based on the teeth. She fell in love with a guy despite. I actually don't think she's shallow at all. She's proven herself to be not shallow. You know what I had in my head the whole time? What? Toothless in Toledo. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. What is that? What is that a movie? Like Sleepless in Seattle. <laughs> I just kept thinking that. I don't know. That just my head is sick. Oh, okay. Sorry. So what were you about to say? I interrupted you. Sorry. Yeah. I was just saying that she may be a little shallow, but everyone's a little shallow. To some degree. Yeah. It's like saying no one. It's like saying you're not selfish at all. Mm. Everyone's a little selfish. Even some person who's going to like some impoverished village somewhere to bring fresh water. They're selfish in a way. Because it makes them feel good to do that. Or, they like, or no, I mean, or even if they're not selfish in that way, they might be selfish in their personal lives or in their right. in something else. Yes. Right. Selfishness, like there's two types of selfishness. There's doing things because it makes you feel good. Yes. And then there's- Which we learned about in the narcissism episode. That's right. Yes. <laughs> Stay yeah, tuned. Stay tuned. And there's also selfishness that comes at a cost to other people. Mm-hmm. Those are the two types, okay. I think. But very, we're, t- very we're talking generally. about shallowness. The, right. But shallowness, this is sort of in between a little bit. It's sort of in between the two selfishnesses, but it leans more towards the more benign Mm. because everyone's a little shallow. And the fact of the matter is, I think this guy would be happier if he had nice teeth. Mm. So I don't think it's like she wants something bad for him. Mm -hmm. She just would like both of them to be happier in the teeth department. (laughs) (laughs) So what you're saying is to be shallow is to be a little selfish. Yeah. I'm not offended by this question. I'm not. I'm actually... There was another person who wrote in about a guy who was losing his hair on the crown of his head mm-hmm. and she she wanted to just tell him to shave his head. And we both felt that that was kind of like a big ask. You know, a guy will shave his head when he feels ready to sure, shave his yeah, head. Yeah. But in this case, this really honestly could be done in a day. Yeah. 
from what I understand, if it's like just stain removal and maybe some filing, like we're, we're not we talking. Don't know. If it's crookedness, even then, you know, she, he doesn't necessarily need to get braces. He could get an Invisalign. Yeah. yeah. Like there are so many things he can do that are really discreet and not going to take a year of being in braces. And I agree that he would probably be happy with the end result. I just, uh, it, it, I just don't see the big deal. But I mean, I'm the daughter of a dentist. So to me, I'm just like, yeah, course, I, 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 right. I always notice teeth. And sometimes I don't you've noticed this about me socially. I'll meet someone and I'll be like, great teeth. Oh, yeah. That's like the first thing I'll say to the first well, compliment. People with amazing teeth, you notice. It's just like they smile and you're like, whoa. Yeah, great like teeth. I, I once met John Bon Jovi. Uh -huh. Like, it was amazing. It was it's a long story. I, I mean, but it was I like think, a real meeting. It wasn't like a meeting like I saw him on the street. Like, he was actually you meeting. You were in line at a book yeah, it was, signing. It, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was like, hey, John Bon Jovi. He's like, yeah, fuck off. But anyway, the point is, I don't remember anything about that conversation. Okay. And I don't remember him at all. Other than he seemed like a very nice guy. Okay. Super down to earth. All I remember is his teeth. Okay. He was a 50-something-year-old man, and he had the teeth of an angel. <laughs> like, it, the room got brighter when yeah. he opened his mouth. Yeah. So I think teeth, and the thing about teeth is it's not like something you can't change. If someone's like, I just don't like your head, mm -hmm. or I don't like the shape of your whole body, yeah. or your arms are too big. Yeah. Like, your teeth can be fixed. We're, we live in a time where de dentistry has come a long way. I mean, you can fix pretty much anything. If you have no teeth, mm -hmm. you can have a nice set of teeth. Mm -hmm. Like anything can be fixed. It does cost money. Well, that's the thing. If his if he was losing his teeth, that's a different thing. That's a much more expensive and and time consuming procedure. But yeah. this is just this isn't that big a deal. No, I think that this is actually it's bordering on not selfish at all. It I, actually would help both of them. He would be. Let's be honest. He would be happier. Is he not vain at all? It's such an interesting thought to think about shallowness and what makes one thing better than another. Because I can imagine some people listening to this and thinking that, you know, why try to change him? Like, love him for who he is, blah, blah, no. blah. I think for me, it really comes down to how much that change, like how the big difference it could make, the proportion of that to how much it'll cost and how much work it'll take, like how long it'll take. That's right. a big factor for me. Like if someone is like, oh, I'm, I'm dating this guy or I'm dating this girl and like, I love her, but it's like, I really wish they would lose 30 pounds. Then I would have, I would be less okay with that right, because right. it's not easy for a human to lose no. 30 pounds. Like that's really difficult. That involves a huge lifestyle overhaul. You're changing so many it's habits. It's also less socially acceptable to just tell someone you should lose weight. Yeah. And, and not to suggest that it's socially acceptable to tell someone that they should fix their teeth. However. If you're a stranger. Yeah. But however, she's his wife that's what i'm saying they've been together for four years she has proven that she loves him even if he listens to her and is like oh screw that i'm not fixing yeah. my teeth conversation She's gonna stay over. With yeah yeah so okay wow maybe shallow i think it's clear we agree with you that it, i mean what are we agreeing with that she seems to think she's shallow so i guess we're not agreeing with you're her. a tiny bit shallow but the shallow you are is not a bad word. Yeah. It's normal. You know, humans have come a long way since we were animals. Mm -hmm. And it all has to do with the shame of being an animal. We're trying to hide it. Like, first it was clothing. We're like, oh, we got to hide these parts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not like those other animals. We got to cover our parts. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And then it was pooping and peeing. We're like, oh, we're not going to poop and pee wherever we please. We're going to have a place to do that. We're away from people. We don't want people watching us. Yeah. 
And we've come a long, 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 long way. We've become so evolved that now we're ashamed of the fact that we like people who look good to us. Yeah. Like that's like, oh no, that's wrong. That's what animals do. Mm -hmm. Animals look for animals with good teeth and strong hindquarters. <laughs> and it's gotten to the point where it's a bad thing yeah. to want a certain physical thing. Yeah. And it's life. It's a fact of life. Look, <laughs> different people attract different people. Some people like, pe probably some people are turned on by people with bad teeth. It's irrelevant. The point is, is we shouldn't be ashamed of the things we want in a partner physically. Uh, to, to an extent. To an extent. Extent. Yeah. Well, I think see, it's... even that to an extent, you're basically that's a human thing to say. No. An animal would be like, what are you talking about? I'm going to find the best toothed animal I could yeah, find but this around. Is a, we're not just talking about evolution anymore, though. It's not just about making babies with the, with the peacock with the shiniest feathers. You know, we're looking for companionship, for partnership, for love. That's why oh. you can't let the physical stuff take too much precedence. But I'm agreeing with you on the whole. Can you imagine if the female peacock was like, judging you know judging the next female peacock for wanting the shiniest feathers like it's what's inside that counts yeah exactly if you guys like sorry you're in the wrong department <laughs> okay so i think we're in agreement here yeah. correct yes all right so maybe shallow we don't think you're being very shallow no you're being i guess maybe shallow <laughs> yeah you're being exactly maybe shallow your name is exactly right you know what she is she's arguably shallow that's that's mm. what she is, not maybe. Yeah, because maybe suggests like she is. No, you're right. She's arguably, arguably it depends shallow. who you talk to. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Okay, so we cannot ignore the part of her question that asked how she should broach the topic. Oh well, this oh, is a whole. That's the hard part. Another, another mm, question, yeah. and it's a delicate one. But to me, this is a similar level as wanting your guy or your your partner to change the way they dress. Mm -hmm. This is a similar vein to me in terms of money spent and amount of effort. You're not asking them to change who they are or change their lifestyle. You're asking them to do a cosmetic thing. And therefore, I would do this the same way. You'd be like, I love you. I love you so much. I think you're so attractive. You're all these things. But this would take so little effort, not a ton of money, and it would just make a huge difference. It would be an amazing bang for your buck yeah. investment, all the things. Let's go shopping. I really want to just overhaul part of your wardrobe. This your teeth, they're they're... They're so, you know, like, it's just, I've, I, this stain, <laughs> I can't do it. I struggle. It's terrible. <laughs> that yeah. was harder than I thought it was yeah, going to be. I want a divorce. <laughs> okay, fine. You, you go. No, you have a I think idea. you were on, you were, you were going in the right direction. I was in the right direction. I just couldn't execute. <laughs> you, you were going in the right direction. My idea, and I'm not sure it's the right one. Okay. I, I don't think this is something you slow play, by the way, with hints. Uh -oh. Because eventually he's going to be like, wait, so you don't like no, my teeth? And it will chip away at yeah. his confidence more if you yeah, slow no play this. Yeah. But this is what I think should be done. I think she, you're right. I think she should lead with heavy. I love, like, I love you. I want to spend the rest of my life mm -hmm. with you. I want to spend my next life with you. I want to spend eternity with you. Yeah. Even after eternity, if, if they figure out some way to extend eternity, I'm going there too. Everything. You okay. do the whole thing. <laughs> okay. But how would you feel if I got you for your birthday a uh, dental package? With no previous mention? No. I wouldn't, I would not. That's my birthday present. That's your birthday present. No. It's expensive. It's no, what that present. should be is, in, no, that should be your birthday present. <laughs> that should be, it's my birthday. I don't want you to get me a gift. Instead, I'm getting myself your dental work. That's, that is, okay, okay, you know what this reminds me of? No, 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 but that's insulting. That's saying you want, you hate his teeth so much 
that you're willing to forego I'm your own present okay. and spend okay. a shitload of money okay, on no, no, your no, birthday. No, no, no. That's no I good. agree. Though that was a bad idea. All my my point is though is that to get it for my birthday a dental package when I've never expressed wanting that I've never expressed hating my teeth I think that that's extremely insulting I've never expressed wanting a cardigan but you got me one for my birthday (laughs) okay I reminded an ex of mine one time for I think Christmas or my birthday a gift for me he got me really expensive lingerie Ah. and I was like no I was that's all for him that's what I'm saying. This is not all for him. Oh. This is all, not all for her at all. He's going to be happy. He will be happier with his new teeth. Sure. He doesn't know it's a gift for him yet. He may. He may be like, you know what? I just don't think that this should be involved with a birthday gift. This is not a birthday gift thing. She has to gauge whether he's unhappy about his teeth or not. We, I don't know this. Yeah. I do. She never yeah, explained. True. Is he unhappy? Just, Does he passing, talk about it? In a sentence, in part of a sentence she mentioned insecurity we don't know what it's about i don't know we don't know i'm missing a big chunk here the strategy she's asking us to give strategy but i don't know how he feels about his teeth if he says oh my teeth are awesome this is a much more difficult hill to climb but if he hates his teeth if he's insecure about it, if he doesn't smile with his mouth open if he doesn't like pictures taken of himself with his teeth then this is easy you're making cake here it is go nuts at the dentist okay i disagree i think this is a i love you so much I just think this would not take much money, much time. Let's take you to the dentist. You're you're going to love it. Tell right. him how much he's going to love it. You're you know, going to feel right. so good in your skin. You know, I just realized you're right. Because if <laughs> if he finds out that she's been doing research mm-hmm. or thinking about this behind his back yes. without having a conversation, yes. it might hurt him. Okay, so maybe Shallow, we've got it. Lead with love. How much you love him. It's just a little upgrade. You're going to love it. I promise. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Not, don't frame it as a gift. It's not a gift. It's not a gift. The only thing I would say is lead with a lot more love if he doesn't mind his teeth. Because it's coming out of nowhere. Yeah. Okay. All right. Maybe shallow. Good luck. I think you'll need it a bit just because this is very delicate. But thank you for trusting us with the question you would not ask anyone in real life. All right, this next question is from P as in the letter. As opposed to the the thing. (laughs) Dear Shandy, I love you and your show so much. Listening to you guys is one of the highlights of my week. Thanks for all you do and for all the laughs. Thank you, P. I'm P and I'm 33. Here's my situation. I'm P and I'm 33. (laughs) Good rap, Andy. Here's my situation. My friend who will call B, as in the letter. I'm P and I'm 33. (laughs) And I want to introduce you to my friend B. (laughs) 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 The worst rap Never have you been so hardcore. That was super hardcore. Thanks for recognizing. My friend who will call B, as in the letter, called me by the wrong name three times during a 10 minute conversation today. We've known each other for six months and have a close enough relationship that we babysit each other's kids. Mm. I was so shocked. I didn't know what to say. B is moving away soon. So my first question is, should I even bother correcting him? My second question is, how would you both respond if called by the incorrect name by someone you know pretty well? I feel embarrassed and conflicted, even though I know I shouldn't. LOL. Whether you choose to A this cue or not, thanks so much for taking the time to read this. P smiley face i'm gonna a the hell out of this cue okay so i've had a lot of experience with this oh really and i've done the wrong thing 
I've let it slide. Okay. Thinking, oh, that'll fix itself. It never fixes itself. And then you have to go by that name for the rest of your life yeah, with but this person. It, it's, she's been friends with this person for six months. I assume that he hasn't been calling her by the wrong name since the beginning. It doesn't matter. Nip it at the butt. Mm. Hey, you know, my name is this. No, like, why do you- I think that she has to wait for it to happen again. Yeah, no, not, yeah, you don't have a sit-down talk yeah, like yeah. we need to talk. Yeah. You've been calling me by the wrong name. That doesn't happen. That's yeah, yeah. ridiculous. When it happens, be like, hey, why, by the way, you know my name is P. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 okay, so you think when it, if and when it happens again, I actually don't know if it would happen again. Why ten, wouldn't it happen again? Well, it's a 10-minute long conversation. He called her by the wrong name three times. I assume it's never happened before or else she would have mentioned it. I wonder if he was just distracted or his mind was somewhere else. I'm not defending him. If it happens again, in that moment, she should be like, by the way, you know my name is this, right? You, you've called oh, me this a few times. I don't even think it should be that serious. I think it should be, a, she should make a joke of it. She okay. should bust his balls. Okay. You're like, what do you, what, what's wrong with you? How do you know me for six months? You still don't know my name? <laughs> okay. No, you're right. That's better. Yeah, it shouldn't be as serious. It should, it should just be made fun of. You're right. And I will say there is a one little bit of information that's missing. Probably mm-hmm. but she didn't want to reveal her name, which I assume is not P. <laughs> but I think that if he said a name that's very similar, uh-huh. similar alliteration or like a, like Adam and Andrew. Andy and Adam, I know. I get it. I see why people confuse me for Adam. Because okay. Andy and Adam are very similar. Yeah. Four letters, they start with A, two syllables. <laughs> yes, just checking. <laughs> but if they are totally different names, like if her name is Pam and he's calling her like Elizabeth, mm. something weird going on there. Yeah. And I do think it's worth bringing up because even if they're moving soon, it, this is sort of like a a justice thing like it should be brought to his attention absolutely i think that's a really big misdemeanor he's committing misdemeanors over and over again there's a three strikes law yeah you should be in jail by now okay (laughs) i have a cautionary tale which i've discussed before my next door neighbor oh yeah 10 years yeah i let her call me adam and i've got one now too i've got another one i just realized (laughs) it down the street there's a woman every time I'm, i'm i'm outside she walks by calls me adam Oh, and also you haven't learned from your own lesson. No, I let it happen again. I said to myself, never let this happen again. And I did it again. I just realized that. Okay, next time you promise me, next time she says Adam, you say, by the way, it's Andy. I don't have the courage. (laughs) (laughs) Do as we say, not as we do. Good luck, P. (laughs) All right, this next question is from Anonymous. Hi, Shandy. I am a huge... Hold on a second, hold on a second. We didn't address the hi, Shandy. I have to make a face. (laughs) I am a huge fan of your podcast and love to listen as your new episodes drop. You are so relatable and always bring such insight to your conversations, both the recaps and Q&A episodes. Thank you, Anonymous. Thank you you for giving me so much to look forward to. I emailed last fall and thought I would try again since the situation has evolved a bit. I do remember her first email, by the way. Mm. I guess this could be an am I the asshole question. My husband and I are in our early 30s. Ten years ago, he moved cross-country for a job opportunity, and I made the then-difficult decision to join him. We both left our families and friends behind. The transition and distance have always been easier on him than on me. I'm closer to my family than he is, but I've always thought that the move allowed me to gain independence while building our new life together. We have since gotten engaged, married and now became parents to our little boy. 
Well, our little one is now one year old and I left my career to stay home with him since he was born. That transition has been beautiful yet difficult. Most days I feel very lonely and isolated and always have to work hard to give purpose to our days. This has led to feelings of resentment towards my husband as he gets to continue to work and maintain relationships with co-workers while turning his work and parent modes on and off throughout the day. I could go on and on and I know that these feelings should be saved for a different conversation, but they play a big role in why I've realized I want to move back to our home state to be closer to family and friends. I love she goes into point form here. She knows me. Mm-hmm. Even if she said, hi, Shandy. Well, this is her second rodeo. <laughs> yeah, that's true. One, our friendships have become phone friendships and are difficult to maintain. Two, I have dreams of our son growing up with our families within minutes or hours instead of plane rides away. I already feel as though we are losing time because I see how quickly he changes and want our families to be a part of it. Three, living closer to family would also eliminate the stress we feel balancing time with both of our families during our trips home. It would feel like such a luxury to be able to drive to our parents' houses for a weekend visit rather than the hassle of needing to plan a quick trip back or packing up our lives for an extended trip only to live out of our suitcases at our parents' houses. Four, I also can't help but want to be closer to my family for support and variation in our days, especially on long days or times when baby is sick. I'm so jealous of my siblings who can do this with their children and get to spend so much time together. This isn't something I want us to contemplate for the next few years. I am ready for the change now. The problem is that my husband is not very interested in a move back home. His industry is location-specific and not an option there. It would mean giving up his career and, in turn, the stability we currently have. He also just received a much-deserved promotion at work. Mm. Ooh. The plot thickens. We have talked about this many times, but at this point, bringing it up is no longer productive. Yet, I can't stop thinking about it every day. I am even to the point where I search for home listings in that area and then feel disappointed when they go under contract help. Oh, that's very relatable. My burning question. Is it appropriate of me to ask my husband to move something only I am interested in and a decision that requires him to give up so much? Follow up question. At what point do you weigh stability against happiness? I get so lost in my own thoughts and am anxious to hear how you would move forward. I very much respect your perspectives. Thank you in advance. Anonymous. I I gotta be honest. I, I want so badly to give her what she wants, which mm. is to say you definitely should move, mm. but I can't fully. I think that the sacrifice of him giving up his career, number one, is that's a big deal. It's big in many ways. Well, he's ways. also supporting the family. And he's supporting the family. It's kind of like almost, I can't like, see how it's not impossible. Mm. That was triple negative. <laughs> anyway, you get my point. But on top of that, she did make the decision to move. Mm. And that's and a decision job. that was fraught with a lot of potential issues yes. that they both, I'm sure, thought about for a while. She kind of made her bed and she is sleeping in it now. Mm. There might be an in-between thing here. Yeah. And I think, I think we're, we may differ on this. I have a feeling we're going to differ. Okay. I think the in-between thing is she gets to go home for long stretches to be with her family while he stays there and works. Okay. You know what this question is? It's like a... Um, it's like a what's what is the magic ball that someone looks into to see the future? A fortune magic tell- eight ball. It's not a magic eight ball. I was thinking it's like a crystal where you see into the future. You know, like a a psychic. Oh, looks- you mean like a higher end magic eight ball? <laughs> 
like the one that actually tells the future. Oh, I'm just imagining me. those like round crystals where you look in and you see right, the like future. like like where like a, a gypsy. You're not allowed to say gypsy anymore, right? No, no, you can't say that. Okay, what do you call them? <laughs> huh? <laughs> oh, they should have thought before they got rid of that word. No replacement. I'm thinking sorceress. Okay, a sorceress. Okay, sure. Sorceress is too far. See, there's nothing in between. Okay, I was thinking fortune teller. It's a fortune teller. Okay, fortune teller. It's like, look, I can. You look in and you see the person's future. I feel like this question, and this is not helpful to anonymous. I just, I'm just saying this because it came to my mind. Is the the long term result, the possible result, not definite result? Because I think a lot of people make this move and are really happy they did. But you know how we'll get questions from people 10 years younger than her who are like, my boyfriend wants to move across the country or move to Europe or move somewhere else for his career. I'm not sure I want to go. Do I go? Right. And at this point, I'm trying to figure out exactly how long they've been there. Did she say 10 that? years, 10 years ago? OK, so she's been there for a decade, right? That's that's their intro. They've got roots, mm. deep roots that go the roots that go like down into the water system. Yeah, that's how far she said that it's always been easier for him than for her. But it does feel like things are coming to a head now that she has a one year old to look after and she quit her job to look after. Mm. I wonder if she was feeling as strongly this way seven years in. I think the child definitely has something to do with yeah, it. Yeah, yes. And obviously, this is where I like, I have to add the disclaimer that we cannot speak to this specific experience because we, we are not parents. So take our opinion with a grain of salt, Anonymous. I actually feel like in the comments, there's going to be Shandys who are parents who are really going to have a oh, good absolutely. opinion. And that's actually, honestly, one of the reasons I chose this question is because I want some of the some of those shanties to impart yeah. their wisdom we're, we're going to subcontract this question out to our shanty <laughs> yeah but i mean i chose it really partly for that reason because look it would be easy to just take questions that we can answer 100 from personal experience but i can tell and this is her second time writing she she needed us to choose this question so anonymous I partly do agree with you, Andy, that she has made that bet. She's been there for 10 years. She made the decision to move across the country. And, you know, things change. This is where I slightly disagree with you, is that things can change. You know, their circumstances have changed. They chose to become parents, and that has brought on a whole new set of circumstances, including her quitting her job, her independence, not only as she mentioned, the turning on and off of parent and work modes, but even this, the socializing, mm. you know, going to work and having those relationships and just separating herself, the independence financially, feeling like she's contributing to their income right now. She's not, you know, so I think that she's really got a case here. I'm unhappy. I chose you all those years ago. I came across the country for you. I've made a lot of sacrifices. I've never been as happy here as you. And now I'm really unhappy. But what happens to... Why, is he, why does he get his way every step of the way? Yeah, but wait a minute. How do they make money? What happens to his career? Like, I mean... They, I, I usually, I'm one to agree with you on these things. I'm like, just go for it. You only live once. Stability, comfort is not always a good thing. Like, mm. you know, f- you know, go out of your comfort zone, the whole thing. 
But in this situation, he's the breadwinner. He's got this entrenched career that has to be in that, that he, place that he that likes. He likes. Yeah, yeah. How mm. can we? You have to work around that. To me, that's a pillar. That's like in a building when you build a building. Yeah. There's certain walls you can it's, break it's down. Weight, it's weight bearing. Yeah, it's is weight, that what exactly. <laughs> it's a weight bearing. You, you don't take out the weight bearing. You no. may be able to get away with it for you a couple years. You want that open floor plan, but you need a pillar. You need a pillar. <laughs> So, that happened in my parents' kitchen, by the way. They they cut down the wall to have it a whole open floor plan, and there's this one pillar in the middle. And they've made it work. They have yeah. art on it, but it's like that needs to stay. You got you to gotta hold up the ceiling. Yeah. So this is holding up the ceiling of their life. This has to stay. So how does she work around that? How do they work around that? Mm. And my I stand by my original idea. I think she should just commit, and he should allow for her to spend long stretches at home. Mm. She could like have months at a time. She can have her child, her parents, or she has a whole network out there. Mm. People can take care of her child while she, I'm sorry, is it a boy or a girl? I don't remember. A boy. Okay. Her boy. <laughs> sorry. Her kid. It. It's close. It's one notch above it. <laughs> you can keep it somewhere in a locker. No, but she can have her boy be taken care of very well mm. by her family or friends and she can go live her life and enjoy her network out but, there and feel good about it. And it could be long stretches. Yeah. We're watching Mad Men. What is he basically works in New York all year round while his wife, but they're getting I divorced. Mean, it's a horrible relationship. <laughs> it's, it's a horrible, bad example. Horrible it's a very example. bad example. But my point is, is there can be a happy compromise. Mm. He's not going to be thrilled. He's going to miss his, his boy. He's going to miss her. He's going to feel a little lonely, but if he really wants her to be happy, he can grant her this. And I honestly think... He can grant her this. She can... I, I'm sorry. She, she doesn't need his permission to Well, do it's that. a family. I mean, you, you kind of need permission when you like, have I kids just, involved. I feel like she is bending over backwards for him in many ways in this relationship. I agree. So go home. And you know what? I think the distance might actually help their marriage as well. But I have a feeling the marriage might be suffering the slightest bit because of this situation. Yeah. Her unhappiness is bleeding but into the relationship. She's resentful. Resentful. Resent is... Oh, resent Ooh, is a bad... That's, yeah. That's the seed. That's you know what that is. Resent is the Resent. blade of grass that grows in concrete. You're like, oh, oh look at that cute little blade, and <laughs> the whole street is broken up. <laughs> That's a good analogy. Thank you. I liked that one. Well, it was not bad. Time Magazine listening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that was a one shot deal. <laughs> Newsweek. <laughs> okay. Okay. Go on. Um, so I think she going home. Solves a lot of problems. Yeah. She gets to be at home. She gets to have stretches there where she feels like she's actually experiencing her family and her friends. She has a lot of people to take care of her boy. Mm. And it may help the marriage. And he should let her have it. Mm. And let's see how he reacts. At least broach the subject. Even if you don't plan on doing it. See where his head is. Be like, hey, I want to go home for a couple months. Every year. Maybe three. Maybe six. What do you think about that? Mm. See where it goes. <sighs> I so I agree with you. I do think that that's a good compromise, but I think what she might need to wrap her mind around is that no compromise is really going to be a happy compromise. No. Because even if she goes home for let's say 3 months twice a year, okay? So she spends 6 months at home. She's with her siblings, her parents, blah blah blah, which I think is crucial. You know, this right now her kid is 1. You think it's going to be easier to move her her son when he's like 8? And has friends and is in school. No. And he's like, mommy, no, I like it here. You're right. It's a good point. But I do feel like the free time she would gain by having someone to look after or to help and all that stuff is time she might want to spend with her husband. And he's now on the other side of the country. All I'm saying is that 
there there will be difficulties no matter what. And part of it is that yeah. the tree was planted in a spot that she didn't really consider home. Yeah. Anonymous, I want you to ask yourself how unhappy you were at like the year seven or eight mark. So before your son came along. Yes. Good, because good her point. son is only one. You know, that's from what I understand. I mean, my sister has four kids. That's a very isolated time. Mm-hmm. You know, it, as her Lockdown, son gets yeah. older and she starts going to daycare or school and is meeting other mommies and is building her up her social circle that is not involving work because she quit her job. You know, she might find that she is fulfilled in, in sure. you know, in more ways than she well, is currently. I mean, it's possible she's going through some form of postpartum That's depression. That's true. Yes. Like she's, I think she's going through it right now. Yeah. And I don't want to label her. I don't want to be no. like, oh, don't worry. This is just postpartum. No. It could be, it, it very be, well may not be yeah. anything to do with postpartum, yeah. but it's possible. That's it. And they do say, at least I've been told, that the first two years having a kid, it's like you're kind of on lockdown. Yeah, like that's it. It's, it's all about the kid. So she might be like, is this my life? Yeah, and she's envious. Her, her husband gets to put on a suit or whatever yeah. and go to work each he day while she's, she's exactly where she she's was yesterday. She's doing all the labor. Yes. Everything. She's taking care it's of brutal. everything. And maybe the sun will rise on this. Maybe like when her son is three or four or five, she's going to be like, oh, I see now. This mm-hmm. is okay. It doesn't matter if I'm home or here. Yeah. I'm happy. I don't know though. No. I think it's worth testing out I, absolutely a little bit of a, a move for I, a second i absolutely i agree wholeheartedly with you that she should and she doesn't need permission from him to do no. this it should be like i'm going home i'm having a hard time i want my son to spend time with his cousins like these years are so crucial i want to spend time with my parents i want him to get to know his grandparents yeah. i want help 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 and not just financial stability i want i want support yeah and if he fights back on that, I cannot imagine he would, then that's a whole other discussion. But I think that that's a good way to like dip her toe into her yes. options right now. And maybe she'll discover that being apart from her husband is not really worth it. But also maybe he'll realize that his career you know, sure, he makes good money, but he could also get something like a, a lateral move that could bring him back to the other coast. And he would realize that being away from her so often, her unhappiness is not worth it there's so many doors that would be open just by her doing that and that's why i highly encourage it yeah but that's you know that's as far as i think we can go with this one i'm really curious what some of the shandies who are parents think about this one especially Mm. ones who have like you know moved across the country maybe to different continents all the things do you have anything else you want to add to this one? I mean, I'd like to know what this guy does, kind I of. I know, me too. Because <laughs> maybe he's he's like, no, 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 it has to be here. It can't yeah, be anywhere yeah. else. But I don't know. Maybe He's like it a Hollywood be. producer or something. Like he can only right. do it there. But even then. It might then, be like, flexible. He, it might be more flexible than, he, you know, comfort is a, is very hard to let go of. Yes. Like I might say any job I've ever had, I'm like, oh, no, it has to be here. I can't do it. But really, you can make it happen. I don't know, though. It's possible he's 100% right. Like, he cannot move Uh anywhere, and he can't get this job anywhere in the world. But I suspect there's a little crack of... uh, insincerity in that in that concept okay the concept that he can't get any job relating to what he's doing currently anywhere else on one coast yeah i agree with that yeah people make it work people have done way harder things than get a job in a similar industry on on a different coast and again for the for the happiness of the family agreed but again easy for us to say yes like if i was in that situation i was him i promise you i'd be digging my heels in sure but also she moved across the country for him in the first place like she has made many concessions 
And she's been happy, it sounds like, for the most part, but it has been but more difficult. The fact that she's closer with her family, yeah. he cannot just scoff that off. No, no. This is a real, this is going to be a real old-fashioned compromise. Yes. Yes, yeah. you're right. 50-50. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, Anonymous. Good luck. I mean, obviously, we can't give you a black and white answer, but I think, Andy, good suggestion. Go over for a few months. Let, let your husband miss you. Yes. Honestly. You know, right now he comes home every day and she's she's there. I, I think it might kill two birds with one stone, although someone did criticize me for saying that. Why? Because it's not nice to talk about. I, I, I mean, I found it very rich that someone was criticizing me for talking about killing two birds with one stone where I literally can't kill a mosquito in the house. Wait, they were upset at... Th- that it was cruel to birds. No. <laughs> I'm not kidding. This happens. And you know who you are. Monster. Oh my God. So that's having an issue with idioms. Yeah, maybe, maybe what's, they said something like maybe like catch two birds with one net. That's a joke. No, no, no. They said it. They weren't joking. Oh my God. Okay. That, that's a problem. It's gone too far. Okay. So maybe you can catch two birds with one net, (laughs) one bird safe net with nylon. Yeah. And no one loves birds more than Andy, honestly. I like love sometimes birds. I watch no you watching birds. You just watch them. He can watch birds for hours. He feeds them on the on the roof deck yeah. and he like fills the seed every couple of days and just sits and watches them. Almost nothing makes me happier than watching birds just do yeah. stuff. Okay. So okay, off topic. So I love I, birds. Okay. I really do. <laughs> Even though I'd be willing to kill them with one stone in a figurative sense. <laughs> okay. Okay, anonymous. Good luck. Definitely going to need it, Oh yeah, but we have faith in you. We do. All right. This next question is from Josie. Josie and the... Pussycats. Oh, mm. I was wondering if that was going to occur to How, you. Can you sing the song now? Josie and the Pussycats. Wait, no, that's not how it goes. <laughs> Wait, are you... How do you know this? this I used to ad- watch Josie and the Pussycats. Wait, is that a... Sh- oh. From oh. your childhood? I was like... I was like... Two. Oh, that's super cute to imagine. I guess what I'm hung up on is, you know where Josie and the Pussycats comes from, right? No. Archie. I thought it just came from the show I was watching. I thought it came from Archie Comics. I thought Josie and the Pussycats were characters from Archie Comics. Oh, it was a spinoff from Archie. That's what I, I thought. I think you might be right. I don't know. They act- were like a band that played yes. in, in the high school. Yeah, and then it, there was a spinoff. And, and they became like superheroes. Because I remember them I being like superheroes. superheroes. They were kind of superheroes. Oh, really? Yeah, it wasn't like just a music story. And then they made a movie all these years later. Of Josie and the Pussycats? Yeah. Wow. Anyway, and I watched I actually, it. I'm not going to lie, I kind of liked it. I watched it and I liked it. I liked the cartoon. Yeah. I mean, I watched other shows too. There was a Smurfs in there. And, oh, yeah. But I don't remember the song, Josie and the Pussycats, and you know who can tell us. The internet? I was right. <laughs> Isn't that weird? I remember that song. Childhood. I don't remember something that happened. I don't remember the last sentence I was saying. Yeah. I don't know what the content was, but I remember that song. Mm-hmm. Shall we answer Josie's question? Oh, that's right. I actually <laughs> didn't know what was going on just now. Dear Charlene and Andy. Hmm. <laughs> Love your guys' podcast. I've been a Shandy since the Panda days. Ooh, Josie. I mean, technically you weren't a Shandy back then. <laughs> you were a Pandy. 
candy. Or just a panda. <laughs> I have a relatively low stakes question for you. My mother-in-law is a lovely woman, but she wears the world's strongest, most awful smelling perfume. Mm. Whenever she stays overnight at our house, I can smell it for nearly a week afterward. <sighs> if she prepares for an event here and picks up or gets close to one of my kids, they smell like her for the rest of the day, if not longer. Oh. Her The perfume in question isn't probably the worst perfume ever created, but it smells cheap and both my husband, her son, and I hate it so much in all caps. My question is this. Do I have to live with this for the rest of my life or is there a polite way to ask someone to stop using so much awful perfume when they're in your house? Best, Josie. This should be like a spoof perfume commercial for like these, you know, this type of woman who does oh, yeah, this. Yeah. Who wear, and men do it too, by the way. If anything, men sometimes win more than women but yeah but i can really place the scent of, oh, a, of a woman's perf- I, an older woman's perfume oh. like what she's describing i'm like i know that yeah. i know that smell there should be an ad like a, like an obsession you know like obsession <laughs> should be like clueless <laughs> i mean let me tell you, i mean i'm in the opera business and yeah. a lot of older people go to the opera. Yeah. Yeah. I've smelled a lot of this. When perfume. you leave a room, does everyone smell like you? <laughs> Clueless. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. I think they should say something. You know. Okay. You think they should say something? <laughs> For the goodness of the world. Yes. This is a humanitarian project. <laughs> Of course they need to say something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And say it strongly. I would, I, you know, I diffuse with humor. It's always the best medicine for these situations. But they should do a a frontal assault. Be like, so what's with the perfume? Is it a little too much? A lot of perfume you're wearing. So you're expecting them to become Larry David. (laughs) Yes, this is a Larry David moment. And you have to embrace it. Sometimes you got to be Larry David. I never like to be Larry David. Every time I watch that show, the thing I'm most impressed by, aside from the fact that it's very funny, is that he goes there. Yeah. He does the thing that you're thinking. And, you, that and you most never people do. don't do. Yeah. 95% of people don't do what yeah. he's doing. And he does it with just the right wink. You're right. It, it does have a humorous tone to it. So it's hard to be like, well, you have a big problem with that. You know what I mean? Of course. But that said, I do wonder if you have to read your audience here. I'm not sure that approaching this with humor is the right way to go. It it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what the audience is. This is, you have to go full Larry David here. What are you going to do? Have a sit down. We need to have a serious talk. No, I'm not. There's something in between the two of them. First of all, I think her son should do it. So the husband. Oh, that's so mean. Josie's. It's his mother. Oh, that's right. I thought it was he was the. I thought yeah, it was her no, mother. No, yeah, no, sorry, no. I missed yeah. that. <laughs> no. That would be. I would never up. suggest that. No, the hu- Josie's husband right, right, should okay. do it because yeah, it's his I agree. mother. Oh, I hundred percent agree. And I think it could be maybe something. Look, let me tell you. In I don't know if this is like an opera thing or what, but almost every gig I've been on for the last several years has been a sign saying, "Please do not wear perfumes mm, and blah 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 to yeah. the to rehearsal." Because it causes headaches and some people, you know, it it distracts them or they find it hard to breathe properly. You know, there's all these reasons why a really strong scent is not welcome in a public place. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I feel like in this situation, they could be like, oh, it's causing headaches or maybe our son is, you know, he he's complaining about it or something like that. Okay. I mean, there's many ways to skin this cat, but I think this is a full... Oh, skinning a cat. Oh, God, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, they know that, that I love cats, yeah, right? I mean, yeah. this is Andy. 
what is wrong with you? Oh, God. Talking about skinning a cat, you I'm monster. Gonna, I'm going to be like a, like, a, like, a, like a blacklist for PETA. <laughs> you know, like, watch out for this guy. Kills birds with stones, skins cats. Yeah. Anyway, this is a frontal assault. Okay. This must be done with a strong iron fist. Mm-hmm. You have to make sure this, is, this resonates and, and sinks in. Yeah. Because other people are suffering from this too. And this is also a generational thing. It's That's also- why I don't know if humor is the way to go. This is generational. You're asking her to undo something she's done every day for probably the last 50 years. Well, the problem is this is not unlike the, the name where someone calls you the wrong name. you yeah. got to nip it in the bud. <laughs> You got to use extreme force to yeah. break an old habit, a decades old habit. Yeah. It's got to be with a sledgehammer. I'm just laughing over clueless. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when I was a little kid, I had an aunt, and that aunt wore so much perfume. Uh-huh. And you know, it was exactly this. Yes. It's not worse. And I remember every time I would go over to her house, she'd give me a huge hug. She loved hugs, mm. like long, tight, smelly <laughs> hugs. <laughs> And I remember as a kid being like, is there something wrong with her? Like, did she have a, is she, is there a medical problem here? Yeah. Or is this actually a choice? Like, I didn't understand. I was like, why is it that every time I get yeah, hugged by this woman, I feel like I'm going to pass out. Yeah. And if I was a different type of kid, most kids, kids say what's, what are, what's on their minds. Yeah. They do. Oh my God. I wish should I had they said have, something. Should they have their kid do it? Oh my God. That's genius. Oh. Over and over okay, again. Okay, they have more than one kid, close to one of my kids. So they have at least two kids. If they're really young. If they're under they should seven, get the young it's one. amazing. Oh my God. I actually think this is brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> Add the dinner. You say, listen, you're going to get dessert, extra dessert yeah, for yeah, the yeah. next month. Yeah. Just loudly We're exclaim take you during- We're going to Chuck E. Cheese this weekend yeah. if you- Yeah. You know what? This is- Oh, oh I got it. I got it. This is brilliant. At dinner, yeah. you pay you pay them off. You pay this no, kid well. No, the kid's too young to care about money. They no, want to go to Chuck dessert. E. Cheese. Yeah, or yeah whatever. Just cheese- Hamburgers, cheese, pizza, ice cream. Chuck E. Cheese. You not know what Chuck E. Cheese I know what Chuck E. Cheese is. I'm saying the genre of treats. Whatever yes. treat he loves, yes. whatever gets him going, you give. You say you're going to get as much as you want for the next yeah, two yeah. weeks, anytime you want. Yeah. You can have, instead of dinner, you can have yeah. ice cream, whatever it is, Chuck E. Cheese. This is, honestly, this, this is genius. This story makes me interested in having a kid. <laughs> yeah, this, for, to use, <laughs> no better reason to have kids than to use them for these situations. But, at the dinner table, you say, you don't just bring it up. You don't just bring it. You don't, you don't just say it in passing. You say, I'd like to say something. Why does grandma stink so bad? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, now I feel a little bad for grandma. But she no, needs to be faced with it. It's not her natural odor. It's a mistake. <laughs> okay. And if anyone thinks that this sounds nasty, I want to make it clear that if there's something that you cannot control, yes. That's different. This well, they're not totally talking rude. about her having body odor. Yes. That's the thing. She doesn't smell. Yeah. She's taking something from outside her and putting... Yes. It's a choice. Yes. It's a choice that can be not made. Yes. As opposed to something that she has to work totally. on to fix. This is not like you have yeah. bad breath, you yeah. you have B.O. No, no. Yeah. You can't... It's a choice. Okay. You can't say that we're being jerks. Okay. And you have to have a backup plan if grandma accuses the kids of paying off the grandson to do this. I don't know if grandma's going to accuse that. It's possible. You got to think of everything. No, but you know, I don't think it should be done at dinner in front of everyone because that's embarrassing. It should be one-on-one. Grandma, 
Why do you? Why do you? No, smell it so should be strong? done in front of everyone. No, that's she should be cool. shamed into never doing it yet. It has to be painful. It's oh. fifty years she's been doing this. Oh. You think just a moment with a grandkid who doesn't? Grandkids say the stupidest things. No one listens. No one's offended. No one's like, oh my god, a two-year-old told me that yeah, my nose that, is no, big. The, the problem is that in that situation, everyone's going to laugh and make it seem like, oh, kids just saying the darndest thing. It should be like, grandma, why do you smell so strong? No, really, why do you smell so strong? And it should be just between the two of them. No. So that the parents aren't there to be like, oh, ho, 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 oh, no. Johnny. It should be a full shaming. You know who's not going to laugh at the dinner table? Grandma. That's what I'm saying. It's yeah. Weird. It's just going to hurt. It's going to hurt. And it has to hurt. Pulling off the band-aid. Oof. This oh, is not man. easy. But the, I got to say, the playing out of the scene is making me think it maybe it's not the best idea. It's the only idea. No, I think it should be headaches. This is a thing. In public, you're not allowed to wear perfume in some places. Oh, it gives I people got headaches. it. I got it. What? I got I got another plan C. <laughs> okay. I like plan B, though. It's oh, good. Yeah, it is good. The, 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 not the husband. Not the husband. The wife. Uh-huh. Josie. This woman. Josie. <laughs> okay. She makes believe that she goes to a doctor, but she's been having all these weird rashes and like oh. sinus trouble. Oh. And she goes to the doctor and the doctor does a test, like uh-huh. a, like an allergy test. And she finds out she's allergic to perfume. This is bullshit. <laughs> and, she, and the son goes to her grandma and listen, you know, Josie's been having all these problems like skin and respiratory. No, no, I think it'd just be headaches, headaches. Okay, fine, whatever. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You're mincing words. Yeah, yeah. It's splitting hairs. She's, oh, this is, <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> hairs have, you know, a right to live too. <laughs> <laughs> Got some hair advocates out there. <laughs> so anyway, she has some ailment. The grandmother now. Yes. Now she's an asshole if she keeps wearing the perfume. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is, this is plan A. I don't think it matters whether it's the son or, or Josie. It should be someone saying it for the sake of health, headaches, right. Blah, blah, blah. This plan is an a. expanded plan A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Okay, plan A. Plan B is still on the table, though. I think they should be used in conjunction. You know what this is? This is a nuclear Oh, option. yeah. They should be approaching from all angles in subtle ways. Everything. They should throw everything at this. Yeah. So the day after this happens, the day after- or, Okay, I have a plan C. I have a plan C. Next time she's over, they throw away her perfume. And when she's like, I can't find my perfume, they should be like, oh, well, like, you know, who cares? Like, honestly, if I'm honest, I didn't love that stuff. No, that's weak. Oh, really? It's not enough. It's not strong enough. Oh, so she's She'd just be like, go- you just don't have good taste in perfume. Oh. You know what they should do? I've got it. I've got it. This okay. is plan D. <laughs> okay. They find her perfume uh-huh. and they cover themselves with it. <laughs> and they set up an event where they're stuck in a very small room for hours. <laughs> and they just get up right close to her like, how's it going? So Josie, whether you choose A, B, C, or D... <laughs> Is that all we I have? I think it's clearly A. It's an order of most of realisticness. Yeah, but we've given her a lot of options. Yeah, but it's A. Yeah. Headaches. Headaches. One of us is suffering from headaches. We're all suffering Severe from headaches. Severe headaches. Debilitating headaches. Yes. And I went to the doctor. Oh my God. I went to the doctor. I thought I was having migraines. Like what's or wrong? Or tumor or and something. He's, and he asked, are you around really, really pungent oh, smells wow. every day? See, oh, we wow. Came to, this is oh, it. Wow. This is, it this, it's option A. This is a committee. We finally figured this out. <laughs> okay. It's option A. Choose option A. But you can do all, all of them. You can throw everything. But the most important takeaway is go with the sledgehammer. Yes. Lead with the sledgehammer. Mm-hmm. Okay. Josie, good luck. I think you're going to need it a bit, but we have faith in you. And please keep us updated. All right, Andy, I think then that's a wrap for this Q&A. 
Can you guess which Q&A this is? What number? Well, let's see. I'm going to guess that this is Q&A 39. 38. Good guess, though. Good guess. Okay. Well, if you enjoyed what you heard today, you know what we will ask of you, and that is to like, subscribe, hit the notification bell, follow us on Instagram, and... TikTok. Leave us Apple and... Spotify. Podcast ratings and reviews. Tell your friends especially those who might have relationship questions. Oh, and thank you to the lovely Shandies who have submitted questions. They're so great. Mm -hmm. And generally do all the things you would do to support a podcast you enjoy. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we'll see you next time on Dear Shandy. Bye-bye.